For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I'm your host and captain, Garrett Morlang, and here in the virtual studio with me is the king of video games, a.k.a. Mario Kart Daddy, a.k.a. the VR MVP, a.k.a. the homeboy, a.k.a. the spectacular porter, Adrian Holmes. <laughs> How's it going, Adrian? We gotta, we gotta, we gotta streamline that. We'll, we'll break it down. I think, I think it's not enough. You made me, you made me add another one the last time I, I did it. The the very first time. In in the episode when me and JJ were here, I consolidated everything into the King of Games, so that way all you had to say was that. But that gets way more fun. That introduction is going to need its own show soon. Right. (laughs) I mean, look, if you're fine with saying it, I'm fine with we keeping it like that. But I was just trying to help you out. That way you don't have to I mean, go through the whole spiel. I mean, my, I mean, my list of accomplishments knows no bounds, of course. I just think there's something about Garrett that he loves to have a mouthful of Adrian. And what's up, everybody? My name is JJ, <laughs> and I am the other host with the most. I'm the guy who says the inappropriate crap that he tries to edit out later. But he's not going to do it because we're live on Twitch as we're doing this thing. What's up, boys? That's right. There's record of it now. Hi. Yeah, that's called a mic drop. You just do it and, you know, <laughs> just keep going. It's yeah. called dead air. <laughs> how's everyone doing how's everyone doing (laughs) i'm feeling pretty good once i got my first bam garrett dig in and it feels it feels good it feels real good i you notice i did that with my left hand because i almost chopped the other finger off i had a had a little bit of an accident uh i did ask garrett to share the photos uh that i sent yeah but get this he sends me a freaking photo of his hamburger finger he's like dude Put it up on the stream tonight. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's against the t- TOS of Twitch. Off. That's that's against the TOS of Twitch. So no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what? It's your guys' loss because I'll tell you what, it's pretty hard. Hey, I can see my bone throwing in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was going to open a window like a fat guy does, lazy, laying in bed, doing it with one hand, and uh I have the old heavy window weight style windows and i thought it was in the up position i pushed it up stop put my hand on the windowsill and it immediately dropped down on two fingers and crushed them i uh i immediately was just screamed out i thought that for sure uh, i was gonna have to have one of my fingers amputated Uh, i looked at it and it just looked horrible so did a did a little er trip and it was great by the time i was there was super numb Started talking to the lady. It turns out she's like 30 minutes from where I lived in California. And she starts talking. And then I tell her where I'm from. And then she says, oh, my gosh, I have family in the next town. I'm like, what's their names? Turns out I know them. It's like, it's a small world. That's, that's so crazy. <laughs> that's kind of how things work. And then uh, while while we're having that conversation, I'm having this full conversation with this lady for like a half hour. This other woman walks into the room. So when she walks in, 
without the woman saying anything to her, she just goes, are you ready, sir? And so I tell her, yes, I am totally ready. Uh, Cindy, tell me so much about you. She say, you a uh, kind of portly woman. She not really accurate on that, huh? And like I did the, uh, the uncomfortable Russian immigrant thing to her, and it was fantastic. That went on for about five minutes. Until uh, I finally told her I'm just messing around. She started laughing and stuff like that. And she's like, when the doctor comes in, can you do that to the doctor? And I'm like, ah, yeah, <laughs> of course I can. So when the doctor came in, I did the same thing. Doctor, oh, hello, doctor. Oh, how are you doing? And so the woman said, what exactly happened to your hand? And they go, okay, so interesting story. Uh, the wife won't make uh, macaroni cheese. Is uh I tell her, I try to be funny. You know, I say to her, uh, is maybe many too carbohydrates uh, and you're already too fat. So no. And uh, she slammed window on him. So I <laughs> I not want to call cops on her. You know, it's like hard. We have kids, you know. So I mean, what to do? And like the woman was like, just looking at me with eyes wide. And I said, look, I'm just messing around. <laughs> and she just lost <laughs> it. And it was fantastic. And the woman told me that it was the most fun she'd had uh, in a while. And so I thought that was pretty cool that I made their night and the night I begged for drugs. They said, no, no, I'm just kidding. They actually asked me if I want anything and I try to be tough. I'm like, no, I'm a man. I don't need anything. And then when I went home, I was like, I probably should have got like a Tylenol with coating because I'm hurting pretty bad. And taking six ibuprofen all at once is just not really touching it. Yeah. Right. Jeez. Yeah, but, I <clears throat> but I survived and I'm doing fine. I'm doing okay. Yeah. I'm Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Yeah, I was in the middle of dinner eating a hamburger. When I get a picture of JJ's hamburger finger, I'm like, Trudy, I'm not hungry anymore. I'm going to, I think I'll, I'm good tonight. I'll eat tomorrow, maybe. You're welcome (laughs) for the weight loss. You're welcome. Thanks for that. Thanks for that. It was the nastiest (laughs) thing, you guys. And JJ wanted to show it on stream. So you're welcome, everyone. I didn't, you know, show that to you. But well, you know what it is? It's that. Every part of my life has become like I gotta share it with the podcast, you know, people because we've got we've got great Patreon supporters, we got listeners. They want to see gnarly ass hamburger hands. That's what they want. Do they? I love what I don't know if you're watching the chat, uh, JJ. You know what? It's going to escalate, right? First, it starts with a, a finger. Next thing you know, all right, we're going to chop JJ's knuckles off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it for the show. It's it's. It's you know. You thought I was. I do uh, You heard the first. I was really. I was really yeah, worried about yeah, you saying I, something. Yeah, I, like, I figured. It started getting really hot in here. Right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Boba Fletch in the chat says that's the only time a woman has told JJ that it was the best time she had. <laughs> it's, 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 uh, I, I'm not even going to add that Boba. That was well played, <laughs> sir. Well played. That's good stuff. Uh, Boba is uh, uncomfortably man. amazing at some of that stuff. So good job, man. I love it. He's right. He can uh, spar with you, probably. Mm-hmm. He's the only person that I've ever met that I feel like could. And I, I, I mean that with a shadow of a doubt. Now, I would destroy him and eviscerate him and then eat his bowels in front of his family. But I feel like he's the only person who is on my level being able to talk trash like that. So I'm proud okay. of him. Okay. Man. You know, Are for being somebody gonna... with severe autism, like I just feel like he's he's really shot his shot and you just you have kicked your coverage dude you're doing a great job Nate. that that wrestling uh that wrestling podcast got you talking all kinds of jeez are we gonna get a uh, a trash talk off or something between you two you guys just go back and forth and I'm just, not, no, actually i'm, I'm such a I, 
I'm so horrible because Nate would win immediately. I'm old and <laughs> decrepit. He's young and got quick wits. I'm old and smoked a lot of weed when I was younger, so my memory's not that great. So I probably forget we were in a fight. Like, <laughs> speaking of all, but taking it out of out of out of nerd stuff for a minute, I was going to congratulate him on uh, getting a nice clean win. It was a close game. His uh, his Packers pulled it off against uh, against San Francisco, but I've seen that he's been posting all over Instagram and and and. Just, you know, gloating it up, so I have to uh, take it back. Ooh. Sorry. That takes Ooh, a big man. Right. That takes a big man. I was going to I was gonna say, <laughs> I'll let you have it. It was a good back. win, but here he comes. You know, you know, they get one win. They get one win. You know? Do, do they even have Aaron you know Rodgers what? You anymore? know why they win? Because Aaron Rodgers is so mad at us because we didn't pick him. That's that's exactly why. So he plays extra hard against San Francisco every oh, single shoot. time. Oh shoot! <laughs> and this is not about football, folks. This is actually a video game podcast. Just wanted but, to throw that in there. <laughs> but really we're, back. we're talking about Boba Fletch in the in the chat right now, Nate, and he's actually he's always on Twitch. And I don't know, is he always on Twitch anymore? Now he's an like incredible. It's been okay, like twenty so, years since he's so streamed. Yeah. So now, a long time ago, in a, in a galaxy far, far away, he one time was an amazing Twitch streamer. So as soon as we can convince him to get back in the booth, he's really great. And go, go give him a follow. And remember that this is like September or something, right? So aren't we looking yeah. for subs? I mean, it's like three more days. Oh, we, we got three more days. We got we got, we got, we got three more days. We got three more days. We're at 24 percent of our goal. Uh, so. You know, we're, we're, we got That's a long way to go, zero. but but you know what? Better than zero. Better than zero. Um, yeah, so. Is, is amazing. So. 100%. So, yeah, thank you all so much you have done that. But, yeah, it's September, September here on Twitch. And uh, if you subscribe to our channel, help us get that goal. My goal was 50 subs this month. I think we've gotten, like, what? 11 or 12. That's what 24% would be. Um, if I can do math good and, uh, yeah, we appreciate all of you guys who've done it and Hey, Absolutely. there's three days left. Come over to Twitch, twitch.tv slash the super game voice. Throw us Angel investor. And- Now's the time to, to, to float on down and, and press that gift a hundred subs button. <laughs> Go ahead and do it. I mean, I'm, I, w- I wouldn't stop anyone. Um, but yeah, so appreciate all of you guys who have helped and, uh, Hey, if you guys have your free uh, uh, subscription as well, that goes towards it. Um, today, we're going to be talking about a new Star Wars game. Uh, Machine Games has a secret project in the works. And the Nintendo Direct, uh, we'll recap from the Nintendo Direct last week. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producer, Toby Dalton. Shout out. He's in the chat here. Thank you so much for being the the coolest Patreon producer around. Um, not of all time. I won't I won't say that, but you know, you have to prove you yourself. Way to go. You gotta you gotta you gotta yeah. You gotta you, wait to go. You got some big shoes to fill. Uh, <laughs> and also uh, thank you so much to our super gamer sponsors, Bill Bird, Julie Bates, Brent Fox, Daniel James, and Mama Mare. Uh, if you want to be awesome just like these folks, you can support us at patreon.com slash supergamerboys starting at just a buck a month. Um and uh, you get perks such as uh, access to our book club episodes, you know, early, like when they actually come out, not two months later, like uh, everyone else for their free feed there. But uh, Hades was the last one we did with, you know, Boba Fletch that we're talking smack about in the chat there. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fun episode. And then the one we're recording this week coming out this Friday, the first, because the first is a Friday. 
uh, right? Did I got the date? Either way, it's this yeah. Friday. I don't know if it's the first, the first or second. Uh, Little Nightmares, one and two with Rada Rat yep. from twitch.tv slash Rada Rat. Is that her name? R-E-I-D-A-R-A-T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one. Uh, see? She, I actually see here she she's uh, just followed us a couple days ago on Twitch. So thank you so much for the follow, Ray. <laughs> and uh, you'll be uh, seeing her soon if you support us on Patreon on that book club episode. Dude, and also, if you support us at the $10 thing, I mean, you also get uh, Garrett taking bath, naked photos um, with each you one of those $10. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. We'll talk more about that later. But <laughs> I think it's time to check the mail first. <laughs> All right, Adrian, oh. give it to us. Give it to All us. Right. Mailbag. Oh, shoot. I had meant to get, I was going to get a, uh, a mailbag. No, no, no. Okay. I was going to get a, a cardboard box and have that, um, oh my God, what is that song? Um, I can't, I, it's, it's, it's drawing a blank in my mind. It's a, I think it's an old, uh, uh, Max Headroom song. And I was going to, I was going to put it on the floor and I was going to start a break dance. <laughs> it's a okay. whole thing. Okay. It's okay. a whole thing. I had a I had a whole bit. I was trying to remember what who the artist was. I was like, I know it's I feel like it's Max Headroom, but you know, a lot of people in 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 chat really don't, you know, they're they're too young to know who that is. But trust me, it was gonna be a good bit. So okay. for now, okay. until I can find a good solid cardboard. I'm telling Save you, I was ready to go. I had I had you know how you how you, how you warm it up just like this. You warm, warm it up. up. And you get down there. I'm, I was ready to go. <laughs> well, save it for us. Get a get a box. Do it next week. Yeah, All right. we'll wait. We can wait. We can wait. See, I was um, letters on my feet, and as I spun on my head, they were gonna. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, my, so I, I'm gonna throw them like like. Okay. Like that. Like star. Okay. So, so like I would, stars. Oh, okay. You're so you're gonna flick up. You're gonna throw them at me. I thought you. Right, I was right, like gonna right. have to try to read it while you were twirling your feet around. Oh, no, no, that's that gonna be a little difficult. That's gonna be tricky. <laughs> you gotta be careful because Garrett does love feet. You know, no. I had my suspicions <laughs> that he was. I a mean, mm-hmm. yeah. it's not a. It's not a hidden secret. It's like a lot of people who know him know about his sick, weird foot thing. Not. not Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. Not just no shame people for 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 liking feet, feet okay. and and elbows and 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 nostrils. Well, there's nothing wrong with them when they're clean. Adrian, Adrian, wait, 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 wait. Adrian, nostrils. They're right here. All of us got them. Well, most of us got them. Okay, that was kind of your is that your thing? That wasn't all inclusive. I was listening part. I'm just saying humans got a lot of parts, and for some reason, some people out there like specific ones. So humans do have lots of parts. <laughs> got lots of parts. Look, man, somebody Quote it, put it on like, the box. Somebody out there is like, ooh, those elbows. You know what I mean? Ooh, it's those true. kneecaps. It's ooh, true. look at the back of that ear. There is somebody out there for everybody and for every part of everybody. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm favorable to the liver. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this first question comes from Nerd Dad Zetch. Rest in peace, Nerd Dad Zetch. Uh, and he asked, <laughs> <laughs> who would win in a fight, 
Boba Fett or Samus Aran? 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 Do you know how Aaron. it's pronounced? Aaron? To each of their own. No, <laughs> I've heard it both ways. Uh, yeah, Boba Fett or Samus Aran? See, the easy answer would just be to go off rip and say, oh, it's Samus. She's got, you know, all the power up. She's got missiles. She can transform into a ball, super agility, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing that people aren't taking into account is that Boba Fett is a veteran tactician, right? So he is going to take his time. I'm sure he ha- probably has a file on Samus because she's registered in the intergalactic bounty hunter, um, the league or or whatever they call it. So I'm sure he's done his homework. So he knows what she can do, how she can do it, and every combat method that she has. So this might be a more even keel fight than you think. No, I mean, because Samus is also a bounty hunter though, right? She is. So she, she may do her homework too, but I'm saying where Boba lacks in the the raw power area, he'll make up with the intelligence and uh, equipment. So he'll be able to better prepare for her. Whereas I feel like Samus will more rely on just her powers and her suit to get her through the altercation <clears throat> like she normally does. So it's it's a lot more even keel than you think. So based on that, what you got? Who you got? Okay, so I picked earlier, and I think I read that crap wrong because I thought it was Boba Fletch going on against Samus. And so I, I actually had Samus wiping the floor with Boba Fletch. But now that we've uh, established <laughs> that I was wrong in what I had heard, now it being Boba Fett, I'm like, oh, dude, you're so dumb. So obviously, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian, lots of cool weaponry. I'm going to say Samus is going to suck the big one. Here, why are you smiling like that? Why are you? It's so weird. Stop doing that, dude. You're making me uncomfortable. We're live on Twitch. Knock it off. Come on, Morlin. Who you got? Uh, I think it's Samus. Because, yes, like Boba Boba. I want to say Boba Fletch. I was a Boba Fletch. (laughs) (laughs) Boba Fett has like the, the, the wits and the cunning and the strategy, and he's like quick, but. I don't know. Like Samus is pretty quick and agile as well. Like she's oh, yeah. I, look at her, her like in smash brothers, like she's all over the place. Like she's like shooting missiles. She's shooting rockets. She's doing twirls and flips and in dodge and stuff like Boba Fett really isn't that quick and agile. Like he's smart. And like we, like you said, cunning and he's a great with strategy and he's gonna, he's a good thinker, but I don't know. Samus not only has a weaponry, but she's fast. She's extremely fast. Right. Both in and out of the suit. So it's like. Boba Fett did like... take down a sandworm, though. I'm just I'm, I'm throwing it out there. Did he? Yeah. In the Mandalorian. No, that was the no. Mandalorian who did that, right? No, I didn't think. I thought, it was... No, he helped him, didn't he? Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Yeah, but it's just a big, giant sand. And he was working together. It wasn't. Okay, know. okay, fair point, fair point. I mean, it's you know, different. the Metroid didn't come and save Samus and Super Metroid, but okay, I'll let you have it. <laughs> I'll let you have it. I don't know, so. I think it's, I think it's, I'm, I don't know if it's a cop-out, but I feel like it might be a draw. I think we're not, and as much as I love Samus and I, I think Boba Fett is incredible too, I think that they're more even match for each other if you give them the time to prepare. 
Now, if it's just a, oh, they happen to meet on a planet and something goes off and they have to fight, Samus is folding him 10 times out of 10. <laughs> but if it's a death battle where they both have time to prepare, it's going to be a much more interesting fight. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, the next question comes from Sir Prince a lot. Uh, he actually has uh, a couple questions here. The first one, what's your favorite Halloween costume you've ever worn? Getting in the spooky spirit here. It's almost October. Mm. What's your guys' favorite Halloween costume? So I, I I think that I'm the one kid being from like a poor background that was probably a hobo more times than anybody else. And for those of you who don't know what a hobo is, it's basically a homeless person. You can't actually do that anymore. Um, so we would like draw on fake beards and uh, would wear like my dad's clothes and then put like a pillow in and uh, in like the uh, pants and stomach area to make ourselves look fat and then would go around with like a stick with a uh with like a handkerchief a off of it. handkerchief yeah 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 <laughs> and uh it wasn't inventive but it was like oh we don't have money you're gonna be a hobo again you know and it's like i'm pretty sure i did a hobo three years that i re- that i remember but my favorite my favorite <laughs> okay. until i became a real life one and i just started looking like one i didn't have to wear the pillow anymore and uh and i just the beard like just kind of grew in naturally at the age of 12 uh didn't, didn't let your dreams be dreams yeah yeah uh my favorite <laughs> one that i remember vividly was uh freddy krueger so i uh, yes so freddy krueger if he like had diabetes okay but listen the thing was was that i was a huge fan of freddy krueger i was very scared of him when i was a kid and then uh he got to be very funny with the cheesy one-liners obvious right Right. So, uh, so I started, I, I dressed as, uh, as Freddy Krueger one year. Um, and then I guess after that, I was told, I don't really remember, but I guess I was going to school for like the next week wearing the, the, the uh, sweater and the glove constantly until uh, I came home and they had to tell me like you can't wear the Freddy Krueger stuff because I would speak like Freddy Krueger at school I would say how sweet fresh meat and I would do like the claw stuff to like the teacher and I I would do I would do so JJ are you getting ready to walk on set right right it was all the time it was all the time like I would I'd be like Come here, Kirsty. <laughs> like, I mean, I, dude, I was so horrible that my dad, my dad threw it away, and I didn't know that. But I was like, "Where's my stuff?" And like, so a couple of years later, when I was like, I don't know, sixteen, seventeen, more than a couple of years, I said, "Dad, what did you do with that?" Saying. Because, well, well, I said, to, I said to him, I was like, "What, what did you do with that stuff?" You know, that stuff is worth money, right? And he's like, "Oh no, we threw that out." Honestly, son, I was worried that you were going to be like a serial killer or something. <laughs> no, Dad, I could have been a villain in a movie and made a lot of money. Thank you, right? Man. And there goes my shot. Good job, Pop. You know, I could have pursued acting off of that, Dad. We wouldn't have had to. We wouldn't have had to be here anymore. I think that he was used to like the Halloween. He was used to the Halloween movie where like the kid is like a little sicko and then like becomes a you know a freak who's killing people. And he just, I think he just assumed that like, oh, JD's going that way. Yeah, he's a little. There's something not not right about his head, you know. Yeah, JD is a little sicko. We we got to put a stop to this. Well, little did he, little did he know. You just empowered him. <laughs> you just empowered him. I know. Oh, no. It's like Superman getting close to the sun, man. Yeah. <laughs> Try to hold me down. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> no, we're good. We're go. <laughs> I'm gonna keep my distance. I'm not gonna touch you. <laughs> 
Um, so many women say that. Oh, God, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, I'm gonna, I don't know, for, for Halloween. So I, I don't know. We never really dressed up for Halloween. Like we'd go <laughs> trick or treating. We'd go trick or treating. So you just show up at some. I just show up at random. Yeah, I like random people's houses, just like in my plain clothes. My cousins okay. would be dressed up. But and me you and lived mine. in you lived in Papua New Guinea. So what that was was you showed up to these people's homes and just asked for oh, candy no. that you were robbing them. Garrett, you were robbing them. That's not no, right. Is, They're like big white people showing up and telling us give us candy. This is this is New York. This is in New York. But I live in the middle of nowhere, so it was like, yeah, you know, there's not really that many people to take a treat from I, either. I have a policy. If you're not in costume, you don't get any candy. Right? It doesn't work. Yep. Well, I was a, I was a dumb kid. Uh, one year, yet. one year, one year, I dressed up like a hunter, and my brother was a deer. I do remember that. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I remember that where I had like a little gun and I was all in camo, and my brother antlers like the paint on his nose and everything and spots all over yeah it was, a, oh, it was dude i saw that photo at your house bro you were like 18 <laughs> <laughs> seriously no, that, honestly like i cannot remember any costumes because yeah we just didn't really do it my parents are just like yeah i don't know my parents just weren't into it they weren't into halloween i was super into it and they were like no <clears> we're not really into it so i yeah. mean i, I guess my, my favorite one would probably have to be Oh God, I can't even remember what year this was. I remember I dressed up as a Jedi with one of the uh the Toys R Us little like $15 the lightsabers that you, you flick out and they come yeah. out like that. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be my greatest one. I've been work I've been trying to decide how to do a new costume, but then Halloween got canceled for two years, basically. So Whenever everything goes back to normal, I can actually start working on one. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> so I'm actually excited about Halloween this year because uh, apparently Nebraska has Halloween. that's just like their zoo better than everywhere else because here it's like, the, <laughs> no, it's like, it's supposed to be like the eighties here that like the, the streets are just full of kids and like everybody's doing it. So it's like, it's like that's really awesome, man. So my kids are actually really excited. That All the other kids cool. are talking about it. They're like, and, yeah, it's like we the eighties here. Trick or treaters out here. That's a trick. I buy a bag of candy every year just in case because mm -hmm. I want to encourage the people who do trick or treat to keep trick or treating. But maybe in the last five years, I've gotten two or three trick or treaters. Oh, yeah. dang. We, we actually, when we were living in in California, what we would do is okay. I'm gonna tell you guys, but like you guys don't tell anybody, okay? So what we would do, huh? I said, sure thing, grown man, 30 years removed from the situation. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, this was recently. <laughs> what we would do was uh, we lived in a poorer area of town, and we would always drive to the rich people's area. And that's where we would go to, like, all the brand new homes. Where all, like, Dude, everybody big... did that. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> that's why they give us candy bars out. Oh man, yeah, you'd be like, they give us full size. Wow, yeah. <laughs> I'd be telling my kids, I'm like, instead of just the two, are you kidding? Yeah, I would tell the kids, I'm like, I, I gotta go through this, make sure there's no uh, you know, razor blades and stuff like that. Jeez, they'd be taxed. Uh, I love, I love, I'm teaching I love, I love them about taxes. I love how you're so worried about it to say that. And that's just like the thing everyone does. <laughs> like, that's not, like, that's not a new revelation. Like, that's everyone. I didn't goes know that was just a me thing, or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. Uh, next question from Sir Prince Lai. He asked, I've been digging Marvel's What If series. What would you guys or wait, what? What would your he's wondering what your Lord of the Rings? What if would be basically he didn't write it good, but that's fine. Uh, I don't even know this. I didn't even know we were going to do this question. And here's my what if. What if they got on the Eagles like they were supposed to so they could just fly to Mount Doom? <laughs> what about that? What if they just got on the Eagles? Done. Done. I know there's um, a, a book reason, but common sense would say if there's giant eagles and they could fly and carry everybody in the party, why would we not get on the eagles and have them drop us right off on Mount Doom? That's they don't have to land. Just fly over and drop it down, to the, down the top of the volcano. Easy. Just drop Easy. us close enough where we won't get hurt and keep on <laughs> flying. It could have been done in hours. Idiots. Idiots. Uh, my what if is uh, what if Gandalf uh, when he dies? Spoilers for like a twenty year old movie um, <laughs> or hundred year old book or hundred year old book. That that too. That too. Um, <laughs> what what if after the Balrog he he doesn't come back? What if he doesn't come back as Gandalf the White? What if he's dead? What if that's it? we're done for? Sauron's is that running. It? Free. Is that the end? Sauron's yeah. Is that is that it? Yeah. And the only thing I can think of is what if uh, Gollum and Bilbo in The Hobbit, if he never got the ring? So then in Lord of the Rings, like that would have never happened. None of it would have happened. Right. Yeah. Imagine that. What if? What if, guys? All right. I, I'm glad we don't have to answer I, those questions. I haven't that seen that show, so I don't know if that shows. Have you guys watched What If? I've watched the first two episodes and enjoyed really them. I've, I've had time to get through the rest of them, but oh, have you guys watched Star Wars Visions yet? Yes. Yes. I have not. Dude. I have not. Is it good? I'm not going to say anything else. Okay. Uh, oh I want to watch that it reaction so bad. Says it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, last question here comes from Super Joma, and he asks, I know Toby. I know Toby said no more food questions, but I have to do one more. Since I am so wrong about In and Out, what are y'all's go-to orders at In and Out? I'll try them and let you know if my opinion has changed. So the last time he asked a question about food, we were talking about how he he bashed In and Out, and we're like, "You're an idiot!" And we took his name away. Um, <laughs> and uh, now he's willing to try it again, but. What are your guys' go-to orders that you would recommend he try? <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I'm the expert on this because I'm a fat guy, so you want to listen to me. Okay. Double, 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 okay? And then you want to go ahead yeah. and you want to get okay. grilled. Yeah, that's a fat guy right there, only a <laughs> double, double. All right. I was going to say four by four, but I don't want to be like super fat guy. And what? plus, dude, 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 honestly, he couldn't even eat a whole double, double. Have you seen the size of this guy? So what I'm saying is <laughs> for you, this isn't my order because my order would be a lot larger in quantity and size. So a double, double with grilled onions. And then you want to go ahead you and get fries. You have to do grilled onions. You have yes. to. Yes. Yep. Uh, and then you want to get, you want to get fries. And you want to get those fries animal style. And once yep. you've done this, then you've passed and you've become a man. Yeah. On the alternate take, if you're trying to be a little more health conscious, get the double double, but get it protein style. Mm -hmm. okay. They wrap it in the lettuce. You get a nice little crunch with the rest of your food. <clears throat> and yeah. then you just get okay. regular fries. You keep it light. Maybe do a nice like pink lemonade or a Sprite. Oh, pink lemonade. Mm -hmm. 
There you go. So actually, the way I always get it is protein style. And I normally get like a three by three protein style. Lightning is about to strike you. No, I'm so. No, no, there's no lightning in Nebraska. There's no. Well, what is it? Tornadoes out there. A tornado is about to come. Whatever you get for lying is about to come out there and get you. (laughs) I always get Um, protein style. (laughs) Wink. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So for me, yeah, I. So I normally get the Flying Dutchman. Oh, which is basically a double double, but without the it's not protein style without the bread. Or it's just it's just like they give it to you in a box because so my problem with protein style is mm. it gets too wet and soggy and slippery. Too you much moisture. Eat right there. You <clears throat> eat too much, right too much, too much water. So if you get flying Dutchman, they mm. literally just in a box give you two burger patties, two slices of cheese, and I get that with grilled onions. And here's the kicker. You have to I Never order from In-N-Out without this. Grilled onions and chilies. Have them put the chilies on there. Get that little spice, a little kick. And then I order a side of fries, animal style. I take those two burger patties, put it on top of the animal style fries, eat the whole thing with a fork, and it's just like, it's the best. It's like loaded fries. It's basically loaded fries at that point with cheeseburger, grilled onions, all the fixings. It's so good. I could have swore that a Flying Dutchman was when you let the prostitute defecate on your chest. That's the okay. other flying Dutchman. This is oh, the okay. Dutchman. Okay. 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 All That's right. I got confused. I was like, why are you talking about getting for okay? No, no, I'm sorry. Sorry. Lad over here. Look at him. I think it's time for the nerdy nudes. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh no. <laughs> One last the pause button up. Jeez. Oh, sure. Okay. Okay. No, I just want to make sure that he knows. And if you're in the mute mood for a dessert. They make excellent shakes. Oh, shakes are so good. It is phenomenal. You can't go wrong. Sometimes I go there just to get a shake. It's that good. Neapolitan shake is pretty bomb from there. Get the Neapolitan. Okay. Yeah. If you're you're crazy. Okay. So I got, I got stopped a second ago. Hold on a second. It's now time for the nerdy news. Oh boy. Got a little a little extra oomph behind that one. A little extra. Well, I did a little bit of coke right before the show. <laughs> okay, okay. Just to help the finger, okay? Yeah, Just I'm in pain. Finger. They didn't give me anything here. They thought I was a meth head. I don't want to be seen as a meth head. <laughs> uh, this first news story comes from Polygon, written by Michael McWhorter. New Star Wars game from Quantic Dream reportedly in the works. The studio behind Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls, and Detroit Become Human, Quantic Dreams is moving from androids to droids. It's developing a new Star Wars game, according to reports from DualShockers and Kotaku. According to both reports, Quantic Dream is already 18 months in development of its unannounced Star Wars project. Quantic Dream's rumored Star Wars game is reported to be different from the developer's previous games. Kotaku, citing an unnamed source familiar with the project, reports that the game will focus less on quick-time event-style mechanics and more on traditional action elements. We've reached out to Quantic Dream for comment. Since releasing the PS4 exclusive Detroit Become Human in 2018, Paris-based Quantic Dreams has pursued independence, expanding into publishing, and founding a new studio in Montreal. Um, blah, 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 blah. They talk about how Chinese internet companies purchased a minority stake in them. Uh, here we go. In January, Lucas... In January, Lucasfilm Games proclaimed a new era for Star Wars games, with Lucasfilm and the galaxy far, far away uh, entertaining a new and unprecedented 
phase of creativity. No more so EA. will the work. <laughs> yeah, basically, no more EA games. Yeah, we're free. We're free. So will the world of Lucasfilm Games, developed in collaboration with the finest studios across the industry, the company said in an announcement. Since then, Lucasfilm Games and its partners have announced a new title coming from Ubisoft's Massive Entertainment, a remake of Knights of the Old Republic, and a free-to-play combat arena game called Star Wars Hunters. So... What are your guys' thoughts on this? Quantic Dreams making a Star Wars game. I was telling you earlier, I am stoked. Uh, Quantic Dream itself is a phenomenal developer. They are somehow able to get more out of uh, human faces and expressions than any other studio that I've seen recently. Dude, graphics um, are insane. I don't know how they, they do it. They are incredible in the graphics department. Their only weakness in, I was telling you earlier, is David Cage. Uh, he is yeah. a hack writer, and I need him to stay a galaxy far, far away from this Ooh, game. Damn. I need, <laughs> I need the Lucasfilm Story Group to write the story for this game and work solely with Quantic Dream in that sense. Just, just you two, and 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 David can oversee managing operations. I believe that's what his his other title is, as CEO. Just, just, just do CEO things. Put your pen down. Put your close your MacBook. Turn <clears throat> close your scripting program and just just oversee the project. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I I have to agree. Like, he, I mean, even if he still wants, because you know he's going to be like, I want to write it. I want to write it. Absolutely I really, not. I really, really hope Disney has the wherewithal to be like, okay, but you're co-writing it with like three of our writers, so it's like kind of a three to one deal. Like right. three people from Disney who are like they kind of keep it on track and he's just kind of there to be like, Oh, what about this? And then they can be, and then they can be like, nah, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. We'll put it in the notebook for later. You know, you're so good at that. Yeah. As long as you like, you know, tell him really positive things. Like, Oh, it's a great idea. Wow. You're a genius. You want a yoo-hoo? We got a yoo-hoo in the, let's go get a yoo-hoo buddy. You can have as many as you want. They're refreshing. Can you, can you go grab me one and can, get one for yourself too? And when he steps yeah. out of the room, okay, what guys, what are we? What are we doing here? Hard. You know what? Why don't you go on home today? <laughs> no. Oh, you'll be paid for it. No, don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry it's, about fine. It. it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Uh, so actually, when I heard it, I I got really excited because I love Detroit uh, Becoming Human. I thought it's one of the visually most beautiful games that I've ever played. Um, I love the choose your own adventure aspect of it. Um, so when I heard Star Wars and heard Detroit Become Human and thought about something like that, I think it's phenomenal. I'm excited about anything they can come up with. They are a wonderful developer, and I want to see more games like that. You know, with uh, Telltale going down, uh, there's a void for, oh. for that type of stuff. And I loved Telltale. Tell Star Wars game, man. Oh, my. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Right? And that's, you know, that's not going to happen. I know. But, but, but this is the, the next closest thing. It really is. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm really excited for this. It, I mean, it says right here that it's going to be different from their previous games, but I hope they have some of that DNA of like the kind of, I mean, the truth, like the whole thing with all their games is there's so many different endings and different ways to go about things. Mm -hmm. And so 
that would be so much fun to do that in a Star Wars world. Like, obviously, you can do that in like some of the Star Wars RPGs, like Knights of the Old Republic that's coming out. Like, oh, you can do your own thing, make it, but, and even like Star Wars uh, Force Unleashed and stuff like that. But to have like, yeah, a very heavily narrative driven game like, like this style, um, that would be a lot of fun. So I hope they don't change it too much. Like, I hope they kind of keep some of that DNA of the, you know what? Yeah, there are different an- endings. And maybe it's not, I don't know how much they're looking to, experiment with this but it'd be cool if, like hey mate it's non-canonical it's fine you know there can be six different endings and maybe like you kill someone and or don't kill someone or you become mm-hmm. a jedi or a sith and like all the or whatever you're, say you're a bounty hunter maybe you're a bounty hunter maybe you're a a trade uh a smuggler you know i don't know there's so many different avenues they could go maybe we get 13 and, 13 back oh but instead of like a third person action it's more of like a narrative style you think could be That'd be pretty legit. Speaking of uh, uh, Lucasfilm ending that partnership, one of the first things that they should be doing is sending someone in a truck full of cash <laughs> to Amy Hennig's house and begging her, begging yes. her to pick that project up that she had to put down when she was with, uh, what was it, Visceral? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, they Maybe should be whatever you whatever creative control you want within reason, however much money you need, however much time you need, pick it back up. Listen, Lucasfilm, yeah. you need to do this. Now that you can have anybody, you can even I think she even started her own studio. Just let her studio work on whatever it was. Yeah. Fill up fill up the U-Haul, fill up the U-Haul with the with the suitcases of cash and get and over there. Drop at her doorstep and, and, and put notes right there from, from Lucasfilm and just say call us. Had we had that's we it. seen anything from her in we relation got a to short this review of it? And that's it. But Amy Hennig is a beast as far and as they just they shelved it and no, they never yes. shelved it. Yeah. Like they were they were the, the gears were moving on her Star Wars project. And then all of a sudden, EA was like, never mind, we don't want it. And just shut mm. it down. Well, they shut down Visceral, right? That's when Visceral got shut down, correct? Yeah. It, was it before? No, it was before that. And then it was kind of like a one-two. Like they stopped her <clears> project <throat> and then shut down Visceral. But yeah, that was a huge, huge, huge mistake. Uh, JJ, I don't know if you know who she is, but she, for her most recent stuff, she wrote um, most of the Uncharted games. Oh, back up the truck. Look, I will help you put it in reverse. Get her. (laughs) Whatever you got to do. That was her really consultant on the on the Last of Us is too. Yeah, she was. She She was was involved with incredible games in the past, and then she was working on a Star Wars game for EA and for Visceral, and they shut it down. It's like, oh, you idiots! Like that was going to be gold. There's no, there's no way, there's no way it couldn't have been gold. Visceral was an amazing studio. Those, that's the studio that made Dead Space, and then coming, teaming up with, uh, is it? Wait, Amy Hennig. For some reason, I was going to say Sarah. Amy Hennig, uh, and then yeah, it, it just was the perfect formula. It only the only you know, answer to that was success. And they're like, nah, we're good. Cut, done, shut down and the they studio. they stopped doing that right before third-person action games came back up into popularity. Yeah, I don't know. It's something. It's really something they did there, huh? They really you messed know, that one you up. You gotta fix this. Disney, you gotta fix this. Call her. Call. That should have been the first. As the day that deal yeah. goes up, I was, yeah. I would be on the phone with her. The day that deal goes up. 100%.
So yeah, so that something's on the horizon horizon there. I'm excited. Uh, I think it'll be fun, fun game. I hope it's a fun game. I guess yeah, because yeah, with one. with with Quantic Dreams, it could go either way. But I, I Disney's smart, and they they really are really they have a tight grasp on their IP. So I can't imagine them letting you know uh, them get too crazy with 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 like writing and story and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure they'll keep a I tight hope, leash yeah. on. Fingers it. crossed. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Yeah. Uh, the next uh, story here from GameSpot, written by Otto Kratke. Wolfenstein dev Machine Games has another secret project in the works. Machine Games, the developer behind the Wolfenstein reboot and an upcoming untitled Indiana Jones game, apparently has a bit more up, up its sleeve. As spotted by Opatak, Machine Games is joining Insomniac's club of studios that can develop two major titles at a time. With an employee's LinkedIn profile showing that the studio has another unannounced game in development, the LinkedIn profile belongs to Machine Games senior game designer, Timu Kivikangas. It shows that along with working on the Indiana Jones title, Kivikangas, I hope I'm saying that right, it's uh, it's also the lead game designer for an unannounced project. Of course, it's impossible to say what the upcoming title could be, but players should expect something matching the quality of Machine Games' previous titles. Um, and it goes on to say that in 2018, uh, Pete Hines had said that um, the BJ Blaskowitz story isn't <clears throat> done yet. Absolutely, we're making a Wolfenstein 3, said Hines at the time. Uh, so here's my question to you guys. Do you think this would be a Wolfenstein 3 that they're working on? Or is this a spinoff or is this something, a new IP maybe from them? Like why is it so hush-hush? It makes the most sense for it to be Wolfenstein 3. You don't want to wait too long in between. Because Wolfenstein, while it is, they are both great games, it's not mm-hmm. the world's biggest IP. So you don't want to let it get too far out of out of the uh, general consciousness. Right. So while they might be, because I think Wolfenstein 2 was what, two, three years ago at this point, right? Uh, maybe two. Right. I want to say, yeah, but um, uh, Wolfenstein 2. Oh, no, 2017. Okay. So, yeah, it's about in 20, five in 2019, we had Wolfenstein Youngblood and Cyber Pilot, but 2017 was Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus. Yeah. So, it's been a while. Oh, Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. So, you don't want to go, that's already almost five years. So, you don't want to go yeah. too long without Wolfenstein, the zeitgeist. That's the word I was looking for. You don't want, mm-hmm. you don't want it to slip too far out the zeitgeist. So I would say the most logical uh, guess for that would be Wolfenstein, but they, it could be something else. Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of been their bread and butter is Wolfenstein and Quake, basically. Mm-hmm. Like 2016, they had a Quake. 2021, they just put out a Quake this year. Um, and so it's obviously not going to be another Quake if they put one out this year. So <laughs> it feels like it has to be Wolfenstein 3. Like I, it's, that's That's what I feel like. Um, it is just interesting that they wouldn't, I don't know. I mean, if, if they're not ready, they're not going to announce <clears> it, but, um, it's just interesting that, uh, uh, yeah, there hasn't been any sort of like tease though. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's been five years. Like that's about, a, that's a good cycle time to at least start teasing it and be like, right. something might be in the works for Wolfenstein three. Like they, they actually really have a been pretty hush hush. So. Something. Yeah. But. Who knows? Maybe that's uh, something that we'll see at the uh, Game Awards this year. They always do a bunch of new 
teasers and stuff like that. So World maybe premieres. they're the ones that are finally going to give us Halo Infinite because nobody else is going to. So you said it, not me. Well, they'll <laughs> at least give us the other half of it. Well, we'll see. We'll see, dude. Yeah, when I that uh, on on Discord this morning, I posted a screenshot from Game Pass, and it says coming coming soon and it had a bunch of games and then the last one on the list is said halo infinite multiplayer december 8th and i was like cool yeah that's when they said it was going to come out but why isn't there another little rectangle next to it that says halo infinite campaign december 8th seemed a little weird to me that they hadn't put that up there's a it's on the board kajoma put it on the board because nerd dad zetch thinks that no it'll be coming out it's coming it's coming it's confirmed it's coming but I'm on the fence about it. Me and Adrian are both on the fence. Like, why wouldn't have they have also put why why not put the thumbnail up then? Put prove it. Show show it. Right. Show us. Show us a thumbnail. If they're yeah, so I, hesitant to even put the thumbnail on Game Pass, that makes me wonder if that's, that's getting delayed. I told Mitch that earlier. I said they said at that uh, event, that Xbox event that they had, that Halo Infinite was coming out December eighth. They didn't say the Halo Infinite multiplayer was coming out December eighth. When you say the title, that means or that implies that the entire yeah. title is supposed to be well, coming out on that day. And that, that's what Zetch thinks, too. That's what he said. He's like, no, I think both are coming out that day. Then why but, list only the multiplayer? Yeah, I, I think like if, if they are both coming out, it seems weird that they didn't also, like like I said, right next to it, have the other thumbnail. It says Halo right. campaign. I can, preload, so. I can preload games right now on Game Pass that are coming out in November. So why yeah. can't I preload Halo the halo campaign right now that because it doesn't exist exactly because they're remaking it from the ground <laughs> up making it oh yeah. no it'd be horrible I, I feel so good that i just stirred up the pot of your guys just like anger on this thing because i'm like i i'm not i don't really have a skin in the game but i love like just throwing something out there and then watching you guys kind of get all frenzied up about it like, that's good I, right I, I care a lot about halo means a lot to me uh it, it's some of my my dearest gaming memories are playing halo with my friends and playing the campaign together mm-hmm. and i'm tired of i'm tired of mid-tier to to low-tier halos being made and people going oh it's okay except for when when five finally happened so i'm ready <laughs> for people. i'm ready for good halo i'm ready for halo to be back and the multiplayer beta which i finally got into definitely feels really good it feels like a That's return fun. to form yeah but that's only half the that's only half the package. That's actually yeah. only a third of the package because there's no campaign and there's no forge. So yeah. we'll see. Well, we'll see. We'll see. December eighth is coming up, <laughs> and then we'll faster then we'll know than you for think. Sure. Three four three faster than you think. Yeah. Right. Um, all right. This next news story is about the Nintendo Direct that happened was it thursday we got a 40 minute stream from nintendo showing off uh some uh stuff um <laughs> so uh that, that's probably a little bit of a kind of showing my hand a little bit how i felt about it there i'm not gonna say there was it, it, there wasn't good stuff there was some good stuff shown there but i was gonna say come on man Nah, i i wasn't over the top stoked about everything but um the first thing in this article and honestly it says it actually got leaked before, like that morning of at like eight or nine o'clock in the morning, it got leaked. Uh, so I was already stoked about it. And then when I saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm in Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It looks it's, so uh, 
it's one of the new games announced at the Nintendo Direct. Uh, it's taking Kirby into a new genre. Traditionally a 2D hero, Kirby will be able to explore a post-apocalyptic world in 3D. He'll still devour enemies and possess their powers just in a more three-dimensional space. It's literally Super Mar- or, yeah, Mario Odyssey, but it's with Mario. Kirby. Yep. It's Mario Odyssey and Kirby. It looks beautiful. It looks so much fun. Oh, my god! I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm all yeah. about it. I thought it looked a lot of fun. I know my son loved it when he saw that. And it, it does. It looks just like a Mario game. Like, yeah. Which is great. Which is great. It ain't broke. It's, right? Yeah, exactly. It's gorgeous. And it's coming spring 2022. <clears throat> so we don't have to wait long and we'll be able to play it. So I'm stoked about that. Uh, this next one, Nintendo Switch Online plus Expansion Pass adds new content, including Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis games. So if you have the current... Nintendo Switch Online service, they're coming out with an expansion pass, so it's going to add a, a fee on top of it. So, if it, what is it, normally like 10, 10 bucks a month right now or something? Two. Um, two? Or $20 a year. It's $20 a year. So oh, I think yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, I, okay, yeah, so 20... Um, yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna up the price of the subscription. It'll it'll be a little add on, almost like uh, Amazon Prime like channels or something when you for for Prime Video and stuff like that. And you'll it'll give you access to Nintendo sixty four and Sega Genesis games. Uh, did not I see that coming at all. Did I was, not see I, it coming. When that happened. Now, in in that story last week, now about the controller, it makes so so much more sense because originally in the article it said they have to wait six months to reveal it, but then literally. Two days before the the direct, they updated it to say actually you only have to wait six days, and because six days with, with Sega giving the the final okay's on everything. Yeah, exactly. So it was it, it's so that's the <laughs> other thing that, that got announced is not only are you going to have access to playing N sixty four and Sega Genesis games, but if you have the subscription, you can also buy wireless N sixty four and Sega Genesis controllers for you your Switch. You better believe I'm buying that Genesis controller. You Ooh. better believe it. Which those are really killer selling points because do keep in mind as far as like the Sega Genesis collection that they have on Switch already, I think it's what, $20 and you get a lot of those games. Most of the games that are on that list, there's a couple that aren't on that on that list Mm -hmm. that are on the new list for this updated thing. I just wish it wasn't behind another paywall. Kind of wish there wasn't like another fee you had to add on because when I first initially heard it, I got really excited about it. Yeah, I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. But I mean, already that's true. It is that's that's how I feel. A lot of people are being like crying about it, but it's like it's so cheap. Who cares? Like it's. (laughs) But I mean, you could also say that Game Pass is technically a paywall because regular Xbox Live is ten dollars and Game Pass is fifteen. Nobody cries about Game Pass, so what's the difference here? It's more games that are behind a paywall than you would normally get without it. Instead of 20 bucks a year, you might pay 30 bucks a year. What's the difference? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's how I feel. I mean, we don't know. Is that all it's going to be added up? It's not going to, it's not going to, they haven't given the price. uh, they have no, not they have revealed no any price pricing price. yet. No pricing. Um, but the current list of games that have revealed so far, and obviously this is just starting out, I, I assume it's going to be similar to the Super Nintendo and Nintendo where every couple months they, you know, add a, add a new one, I hope. Um, but right now for N64, <clears> they have <throat> Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Winback, Con- uh, Covert Operations, uh, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, Sin and Punishment, and then for Sega Genesis, they have Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, uh, Echo, sorry, Echo mm-hmm. the Dolphin. 
Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha, Musha, I don't know that one, Fantasy Ooh. Star 4, uh, Ristar, Shining 4, Shinobi 3, Sonic 2, Streets of Rage. What a lineup. It's My huge. God. Woo. They're missing Altered Beast. They're missing Altered Beast on the Genesis That's side. Okay, it'll time. look. They can still add more to it. Altered Beast will be there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, a, it's a that's a killer lineup. lineup. That's a killer lineup. Now, my question is, uh, do you think there's going to be any sort of improvements, or will it just be straight emulation? Like, are we going to get like frame rate things bumped up, resolution stuff bumped up, or you think it's going to be like, nope, this it's just going to play the how it plays? Time to do that. Um, however, I know everybody loves to pull the well. N64 emulation is incredibly difficult to pull off. And my counter argument is that Nintendo had they they made it. Yeah, I mean, if so, they made it, they should know they how to know do it. How and how to it, works. it. <laughs> like they have the deep dark secret documents that nobody else has, so they know how to break that code down if they wanted to. It would be nice if they would bump up the N64 games to 60 frames a second, but I feel like a lot of them would end up feeling really weird because they weren't. Mm. They weren't developed with 60 frames in mind. Right. I don't I don't know. That's just yeah. me. You might like, just straight up break, break games and stuff you like might that. Break, yeah. Right. Like seeing Ocarina of Time in 60 frames a second, I don't know. It might be a little, it might, it might end up feeling <laughs> a little janky. That's yeah. just me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm still, that's probably the biggest thing that I'm most excited about is right there. Like, yeah. That that was so awesome when I heard that. Like you got to be because that's and I've talked about it before on the show. That's a that's a that's an era of gaming that I missed out on. Like N sixty four, I I had a PS one at that time. Like I was PlayStation boy. We had the Super Nintendo from before times, but N sixty four I missed out on. There's so many great games, um, and like I've already played through Ocarina of Time because I played on GameCube. But man, I'm excited to play <coughs> Ocarina of Time again. I hope they add Majora's Mask. I hope they add like uh they didn't uh they didn't have uh donkey kong 64 they're missing that like i hope they had that you didn't get to the best part the games that are coming soon oh it's not in this article that's on the list what do do you have it there in front of you oh i don't have it in front of me but i know it was Majora's mask um mario golf paper mario and banjo kazooie is coming Oh, you didn't hear about that part, did you? Oh, I didn't hear about that part. Okay. Yeah, you know what that does? That opens that rare door. Heck yeah. Because if Banjo-Kazooie comes, that means that Conker might show up. That, well, I don't know. Conker's, Conker's mm. a tough one. Unless you put it behind <laughs> yeah. the age gate. Yeah. <laughs> but you could. But you could. You could put it behind. Because mm. if, if parents are smart and have their parental controls enabled, then... Yeah. You can put Conquer on there and just let it be there as a mature rated game. Yeah, uh, totally. Perfect Dark, you could bring over DK64. The only rub would be Goldeneye mm. because of the estate that holds the rights to James Bond. And I think MGM yeah. is tied up in there somehow. Um, All yeah, I, I want to know is, are we going to get... Are we gonna get the Superman sixty four on? There? I hope not. <laughs> That's one of Garrett's favorite Jay, games. Jay, do you actually aware. do you actually want that game? Is that you, no? You just... God no, 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 no. So I actually missed out on the entire Nintendo sixty four uh, lifespan when it happened. Lucky um, you. 
I was a grown man. So I wasn't like playing video games at that time. And so I missed out on PS3, missed out on Xbox uh, 360 and uh, on 64. Uh, so 64, I had just started working and uh, was, you know, I don't play video games anymore. And uh, I just remember there being like a lot of like wrestling games on the system that look horrible. But I know like a lot of people <laughs> love it. Yeah, but we like talk, a lot of people trash talking No Mercy right now. No, no, not No Mercy's good. It's the WCW games that look like garbage. Oh yeah, they no. just they look like trash, like complete trash. Uh, but I so I missed other than like just watching somebody play a little bit of '64. Completely skipped over that generation. So a lot of the games that were mentioned on that list that's that's a killer list. Those are all games that I've watched people uh, stream. I've watched on YouTube yeah. and. Man, I've just, I've never had the opportunity to play Nintendo 64 games. So, so things like uh, Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, like I I can't wait. I think wow. it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm stoked. Both you guys haven't. Wow, that's that's incredible. So yeah. you guys get to experience these for the first time. For the first yeah. time. Isn't that great? Yeah. Jealous, huh? <laughs> I am. Honestly, I really am because there are some classic on on 64 that a lot of people oh could you imagine if they add the first smash brothers man that would take me right back oh man that, that would, would, that would be me. so bizarre Ooh. to play like as because i've only played i mean i played melee on gamecube and then i've played ultimate those are the only two i've played so i've really i've so i've really played the best two you know from what i've heard right, right. so i like most people love melee and then ultimate just has so many characters but man to play the original i feel like it'd be so just so different so crazy like there's oh, way way less characters right there's only like how many there's, characters there's like 12 12 that's what i'm gonna say like 10 or 12 or something mm-hmm. oh man there's 12 yeah. in the first one and there's um i want to say less than 20 stages but okay it didn't matter <laughs> you know that's that's Damn. what we had and it was so yeah, it's it's another one of those you had to be there moments. I don't know if you guys ever saw that commercial on TV where it was all the Nintendo costumes and they were skipping in that field. It was a Mario costume, oh, yeah. a costume, a Donkey Kong costume, and yeah. a Pikachu one. And it seemed like they were all hunky dory. And then out of nowhere, they just start beating on each other senseless, right? <laughs> and then it cuts to to footage of the game. And I remember me and every kid that was my my age at the time just being slack <laughs> dog like what are they do- why are they beating each other up? and then it cuts <laughs> to the game and you're like no way i have to play this so uh, uh so good, times. good good times that's, and now look, here we are 20 plus years later and now we got an 80 something character roster hundreds of stages man it's insane that's so cool uh let's see the ne- the next big thing according to this article that was announced is uh the mario movies coming out holiday 2022 we don't What's have that? to talk about miyamoto crashing the direct causing utter chaos and then just leaving yeah miyamoto shows up drops a bomb and it's peace he's like i'm out have fun <laughs> have fun with this on twitter um and now i know why i got confused earlier before the show and I thought you said that Hideo Kojima was the one that brought oh, the. I see where I no, see what I did there. Miyamoto. I did the. Miyamoto. I did the patented racist thing. I was going to say a Japanese no, name. Uh, yeah, immediately yeah. going. Oh, you you're talking about Hideo Kojima, the guy you're always like going on and on about, the one who you no. said you want want to marry. 
Yeah. That's, <laughs> awkward. that's that's awkward. But see, I called myself on it. Nobody had to know. I just so I'm being honest with you guys. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, look. We appreciate it. We appreciate your honesty. <laughs> um, so according to this article, they announced that it's coming out December 21st, and it includes a stacked voice cast. So Polygon's stoked yeah, about good. the casting. They're stoked about this. So just real quick, we don't want to you know what? We'll we'll let you guys fight about it. I'm just gonna read it off. We'll move on to the next one. How about that? Because I know we all know how we feel. We all know how the internet feels. I don't know if I can contain myself. I, past the first one, I'm I'm fine. I okay. think all so I just think- like just for a second, like for five seconds, plug your ears while I read. The, okay, ready? Okay, Chris Pratt is playing Mario. Okay, you tell now- me to plug my ears. Jeez, dude, <laughs> what the hell? You tell him to do it. You're a jerk, man. <laughs> Chris okay, freaking Adrian, Pratt. What? Yeah, yeah. What? Dude, he just said Chris Pratt. Chris <laughs> no, you're not supposed to tell. You're not supposed to say him. Say it to oh, him. Well, what? <laughs> you ruined things for me. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 Damn, the deal you're with a that. jerk, dude. Now I will say, I will say, I love Chris Pratt and, and a lot of the things he does. But oh boy, uh, here we But go. also, he's. I love fat he's, Chris Pratt. He's getting. He's getting. He's getting. I I I'm not on board with like how he's in everything. He's like oversaturated Chris Pratt right now. I feel like like he's just in everything, doing all these action he's movies, doing all sorts there. of stuff. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, JJ. I miss fat Chris Pratt. Get, bring, bring us back Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. That's who I mm-hmm. want. <laughs> um. Anya Taylor Joy is playing Peach. Uh. And oh, by the way, he's vo- voice acting because. That's animated. I mean, as far as, would, as, far as we would, know, she would pull off a, a good live action one too, though. I mean, she looked yeah, they, like when they showed the when they showed the picture, I'm like, well, oh, she looks like Peach. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Charlie Day as Luigi. I, Mario, I don't know. Mario, listen to me. You gotta listen to me, Mario. I got. <laughs> I gotta tell you. Uh, it's the ghost in the vacuum. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that one either. That's that's kind of interesting. Jack Black as Bowser. Can you? That's actually. <laughs> I like that. That's, I like that one. That's good casting. <laughs> <laughs> I I like that one. I really okay, like that. Okay, but you one. know what? Couldn't Jack Black have been a great Mario with just a big mustache and stuff? He'd have like, been perfect. If they were actually doing it, like if they were doing it with people, that would have been a good pick. Mm-hmm. But I, I yeah. think he, I think he's gonna kill it. I think he's probably gonna be like how Jim Carrey was as um as Robotnik in oh, the yeah. movie. I, I can see that for sure. Is. Um Keegan Michael Key's playing Toad. Uh, and Seth Rogen, and Seth Rogen will even appear as Donkey Kong, uh, <laughs> like a stone <laughs> Donkey Kong. <laughs> that's all, that's all I think of is just like is this Donkey Kong just like just blitz the whole time with like bl- bloodshot eyes in the background, just kind of chilling. What's um, like coconuts, man? <laughs> 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 uh, Char- <laughs> Charles Martinet Charles Martinet is also going to appear in a movie in various cameos and if you don't know who that is that's the actual oh. original voice actor for oh, Mario he's he in the movie he appears as disrespected voice actor number one 
That's what he appears as. Oh my gosh. I was uh, like, you gotta be kidding me. They have the actual voice of Mario in there. <laughs> Why not just have him do Mario? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I do have a note here on the show notes. Cause if you support us over at patreon.com slash super boys, you can get the show notes early and leave your own comments that we read on the show in super Joma writes. Um, I forgot to read this part. 3d Kirby seems really cool, but I, this, uh, the reason that spurred my, brain cells here is because he does say that i'm excited for the mario movie i think that it will be good uh he thinks that the cast is very spot on besides chris pratt but i still think he'll do a good job so if he feels like it was a little off but he has he has faith in chris pratt um i don't okay so you know what let me just back up for just a second i want to i want to just comment on what super Jomo said honestly he can do a, a good job uh, i know i kind of crapped on it along with adrian a moment ago but I remember saying the same stuff about Ryan Reynolds with Detective Pikachu. Not a Pokemon guy, not a Pokemon fan. And I absolutely love that movie. And I thought that dude killed it in that role. And if, if anybody could do it, I think that Pratt is a good actor. Uh, but like you were saying, it's just a lot of Pratt. He, he's just oversaturated in everything. Uh, by the time the movie actually comes out, it's going to be a few years from now, right? I mean, it's not going to be it's next Christmas. It's this. It's a uh, 2022 Christmas next year. Yeah. Hey, remember when Xbox said like, "Hey, we're gonna have Halo Infinite available with the launch of our new car." Yeah. You know what? Yeah. And that's been what a year ago. So sometimes they're not really right when they say that stuff. Yeah. Okay? Movies hardly get delayed though. Yeah. Movies. Movies, movies are usually pretty. Get delayed. Unless there's a pandemic, you know, that's a pretty much a like Or if the main Poor. character is so bad, they have to go back. That and they have to go redraw it. <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Uh, Bayonetta 3 got a re-reveal trailer. I was not expecting that one. I was like, it's been how many years since we've heard anything about Bayonetta 3? It's crazy. See, my theory about that game, and I think I've said it here before, when they initially showed that trailer for Bayonetta 3, Platinum Games did not know that they were going to be making Bayonetta 3 and found out that day that A, Nintendo was thinking about making a Bayonetta 3 and B, <laughs> they were going to be making it. It's just like how they did um, they did Tetsuya Nomura when they were doing the Final Fantasy 7 remake. He mm. said he had no idea that he was supposed to be directing that or that they didn't even ask him yet. And they put his name on the projection slide because they were like, <laughs> Oh, uh, he'll do it. It's fine. Cause they kind of basically awesome. publicly like like bullied him into doing it. And he's like, Well, I mean, I would have did it if you asked anyway, but still. Jeez. But yeah, that's why it took so long. Because they had nothing to show. Yeah. They had just started production when that's the, that's the only explanation. That yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. Otherwise, why would they sit on that game for that long? It's because they didn't start making it. They just yeah, got they just, done with it. They didn't know. <laughs> they they had no idea yeah so i i'm not really huge into bayonetta i had, like i've I never played it. any of them but um are you excited for it yeah i i dig them okay. um you definitely cannot play them in front of uh in front of your kids so okay. that's an office game um an office game it's a game i play down here in the studio yeah, okay yeah. okay uh but <laughs> they're really the wife nice. and kids <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. No, but one is one is really good, and two is even better than that one. So I'm expecting big things from this one. It's a really okay. good. If you like Devil May Cry, you'll you'll like these. Cool, interesting, interesting. Uh, Splatoon three uh, got another trailer showed off. Um, 
I'm again, I'm not really on the Splatoon train. I know Adrian loves Splatoon. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> Is it what? Okay, how do you how do you say this word? Mammalians? Is that it? Yeah, mammalians. Okay, that's, they're a, that's new. a thing. That's a they're, thing. No, they're new. They're new to well, three. See, it says it sees the return of mammalians as if. Well, because they were thought to be extinct. Okay. Mammals don't technically exist in the world of Splatoon, except for two cats, which are the ones that every time you finish a game, they're the ones that say who wins and who loses. They hold a little okay. flag. Okay. Yeah, I, I saw. I've, I've seen them in WarioWare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the only time I've seen them in that, that, in that, that little mini cat. game of WarioWare. There's one. There's they are show up at the end of the orange the game, one, the purple and one. They're in different uh, places around the town that you walk around as as your your squid kid. Um, but no, this is a big deal because there have not apparently the squid research team has found out that mam- mammalians are coming back after being thought to be extinct. So go ahead, JJ. Go ahead, JJ. Come on, say it. Say it. What are you thinking? Okay. All I was gonna say. <laughs> Was I was gonna say you start all I was gonna say was you were gonna you were starting to talk about and I've never seen Gara look more disinterested in my entire life. So that's, that's I, all, when you were talking about the, the cats. You know, yeah. Cats. I get and I, it. And okay. And the reason that Garrett told me to go is because Garrett could see that I was laughing at my own joke. And I thought, like, <laughs> no, no, you don't need to share that. You know what's the no, funny need- part about this is Garrett can't edit this because there would not be any context for this entire bit. Sorry, Gary. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that big old E right next to it. That's how you're going to have to do it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I guess we'll do that again. Um, then everyone, everyone in the Discord's going to be like, wait, why is this one explicit? It's like, well, JJ says something no, that's not really just, bad, but it could be taken bad. You just bleep um, it out. You just bleep <laughs> it out. All right. The next. goes away. You got to keep so, it. So there's Splatoon 3 coming out. Apparently people are excited about it. Or something. I didn't I have to see anything. I was uh, gonna buy it regardless. It didn't really matter to me one way or the other. I know that's how, that's how I feel like the Splatoon fan base is at this point. Like if anyone who's in is already in and they're already gonna get it. Like I feel like there's like no one's turned off to Splatoon and uh it's I mean so maybe, maybe there's still maybe there's still maybe there's still untouched people, untouched markets, but uh at to this con- point to convert people to the church of Splatoon, it's so hard. But once yeah. they're in, they're all the way in. Um, I, we can just run through these ones real quick at the end here. Unless uh, there's just a lot of stuff, and honestly, I mean, okay, Adrian, was there anything? Going. Was there anything else though that you're excited about? That's what I want to hear. I just want to hear what are you excited about? Because the rest of the stuff I care less about. Uh, yeah, let's see. Bayonetta three rules. Uh, the Kirby looks great. Uh, what else were we talking about? There's uh, Monster Hunter Rise is getting expansion. Chocobo the Monster GP. Hunter Rise expansion. That's right. That's right. Good old Sunbreak, Sunbreak. baby. Yeah. With that incredibly uh, uh, intimidating dragon. Yeah, that, that did look cool, except it's Monster Hunter. And I was like, oh, I, not that I don't like Monster Hunter, but I just like, that's just a whole, like, that's a hole that you just got to like a rabbit hole that just like you can get so lost in that world. I'm like, I'd love to play this. I, I'd love to play that DLC, but I'd have to play a whole game before it. <laughs> Hundreds of hours in a Monster yeah, Exactly. It's and I, still I, I not be done. Don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. A lot of um, people uh, ask Japan. Oh, yeah, it's true. A lot of people do. <laughs> uh, Chocobo GP is Final Fantasy's new kart racer. Uh, so you can race around as your favorite Final Fantasy characters and cast your favorite magical spells like uh, Fira. 
Um, yeah. I was, you know what? I was saying this looks pretty lame, but it it, it looks it looks like it. a dumb little fun game. And if it turns out to be good, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a fair shake. Yeah. So I was actually watching the direct in the Discord. I was streaming it to the, one of the voice channels in there, and uh, Kajoma was in there watching it with me. And he was like, wait a second, there's like two or three of the tracks. He's like, pretty sure that's like a Mario Kart track that they just reskinned. Like one of them looked exactly like, I forget what track it was there's in Mario no Kart, way. but like it looked exactly like it is like with a reskin. And I was like, and he pointed out to me a couple times that there's a couple clips. I'm like, yeah, that totally looks like one of them, like a Mario <laughs> Kart track. Which but is I will different, tell like, you that a lot of the stages are from different Final Fantasy games, and a few of them are from Final Fantasy IX. Nobody would know that uh, unless you uh, were a dork, but this is the yeah. most exposure Final Fantasy IX has gotten in a long time outside of that <laughs> remake, or not, uh, supposed remake, and the animated series. So finally it's getting the, the love it deserves. Now can we get yeah. some for eight? Please. In the cart racer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, yeah, that. that'll Put be that'll, that'll be dlc for you um i don't know it just seems like such a crazy like idea like hey this final fantasy well, now you can race now you can race <laughs> i'm honestly surprised that they did not put cloud in there that was that was i was definitely expecting him to show up like a chibi version of cloud or something mm-hmm. i all uh, i care about because i will never play this game all i care about is they don't do the big bobblehead thing that they did with the uh, star wars because i hated that uh, just look stupid. That one was no. so good. Mm-mm. The big headed Star Wars in uh, PlayStation I, 1. I don't agree. I, I do not agree. I love that. That was so much fun. I love that game. I oh, have what was never it called? Seen be more serious about not liking something. That <laughs> yeah, might, I, I don't. No, it's because it's embarrassing. He, he yeah, was I'm legitimately offended. Legitimately offended by it. <laughs> you got offended by that. All the other things I've said tonight, and you no, got no, offended no. by that. No, I'm saying you you were offended by the the serious as you're acting. I'm saying you were offended by that game. Like obviously something in that game like very seriously offended you for you to be so dead seriously set against it. Um, <laughs> like, how can we come to JJ's house and figuratively figuratively kick his cat in a game? How can we do it? <laughs> Put big heads in it. Put big heads. Put big, big heads head on. I'm out. I'm that out. used to be like a cheat code in every like. But PS1 yeah. game was big head mode. <laughs> like, really? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Castlevania Advanced Collection is out today. Uh, it comes with Excellent. Circle of the Moon, Harmony of Dissonance, Aria of Sorrow, and the SNES classic Castlevania Dracula X. So they are now all available on Nintendo Switch for your playing. Uh, or for, your... for that price. Yeah. Also, uh, do you know how much it is? 20 bucks. Oh, that's not bad at all for at five all. games. And also, right now, all of the Konami collections are only five bucks. So, what? Castlevania, Contra, I can't remember which third one, but they're all normally like 20 bucks each, but they're all on sale for five bucks. Don't sleep on this because those never hardly go on sale. Pick Same. them up. You can buy up. them individually right now, then all of them individually for like yeah. five bucks a piece. See, no, that's, no, no. That's you a- get- so it's a Castlevania collection, it's a Contra mm-hmm. collection, and it's a third series that I cannot remember the name <laughs> of, but I know, I've, I've played the game before, but it's escaping me. But, mm. like, so Castlevania has, like, one, two, and three, and I think um, Contra has one, two, and three in there, and the third one has a, oh my god, it's, like, right on the tip of my tongue. I cannot remember, but it has multiples of that, and each set 
is only five bucks when each set would have normally been 20. So that's a huge discount. So basically you're getting all of them for less than the price of one. Uh, the third one is called Arcade Classics. Right. So it's just and a, it has uh, Haunted Castle, Typhoon, Nemesis, Vulcan Venture, Twin Bee, Scramble, Thundercross, and Life Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all three of those sets are on sale for five bucks. It's a crazy deal. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Uh, the next thing was Act Razor Renaissance is a remake of a classic, also out today. Um, I don't know an actor. Everyone seemed to, there's quite a few people on Twitter like, Actraiser, oh my gosh. And I was like, I don't know yeah. what this is. But, um, but it turns cool. out that it's not that great, actually, which uh, is unfortunate. Because Actraiser, so it's like a, it's a side-scrolling kind of beat-em-up type deal. But at okay. the same time, it's a SimCity simulator mm-hmm. kind of beat where it mixes between the two. And it does mm-hmm. it really, really well. I know it sounds like a weird concept, but it's especially for that time period to to balance it that that seamlessly, and then to have as god tier music as it does. It the soundtrack mm-hmm. of that game is phenomenal. I just saw somebody streaming uh, Act Razor, and they took they were complaining because they took two hours to beat one of the bosses. So they were like big thumbs what? down. <laughs> what? Yeah, they must just yeah. be garbage, honestly. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think of. I, Bad I gamer. won't tell, tell you the streamer. It, it, it was me. It was me. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'd never heard of it, but that's because I want to forget about <laughs> the fact that I was bad at the game. Um, the last announcement, or last two announcements, was basically in the Nintendo Direct, they announced oh, two I more Directs. About these. These, so they the announced the announcements. Yeah, exactly. Like, so in, uh, it just says, Airing in October, no date, but in October, we're going to get an Animal Crossing Direct announcing some new stuff coming to Animal Crossing. And then on October 5th, we're getting a Super Smash Brothers Ultimate Direct revealing the final player, uh, the final uh, expansion player. So the last one. Sakurai is retiring after this. I'm calling it right now. Well, he's not retiring. He's retiring from Smash Brothers. Yeah, he's just going to he's going to take that folder and finally drag it over to the recycle bin and just like. I'm done. I did it. I'm done with this. Still on forever, Nintendo, unless it's anything about Kirby. (laughs) Unless it's a Kirby. So, yeah, that was it. Nintendo Direct. Overall, I'd give it like. Solid B. Yeah, I I guess I could give it a B because I was pretty stoked about both Kirby and N64 and Genesis stuff. So those are pretty those are pretty major out of left field things that totally caught me off guard. So, yeah, not a bad direct. Not the best, but not bad um cool that's it that's all i got for the news this week uh i know it wasn't as streamlined and efficient and quick as adrian was last week he did a whole show in like an hour but you know he also he chopped it up dude he chopped it up he edited on the fly while we were doing the show i've never seen anything like it that's how amazing my work Um, impeccable now it is time for adrian super indie boys unless he doesn't have one here we go here okay, we go. Here we you want to talk about Streamline? You want to talk about Compact? <clears throat> so, I got three. First one is called The Artful Escape. This is a... I'm, I'm trying to put it in a box, a genre box. It's really hard because it does so many different things. It's part, like, music game. It's part story-based kind of deal. So basically, 
you play as the nephew of a famous folk musician, which is basically like a stand-in for Bob Dylan, right? So you're basically Bob Dylan's nephew. And you are also a musician, and you're going back to his hometown because they have a festival that celebrates his biggest album coming out. And you believe that you're a folk singer and you're walking in his footsteps and your big gig, your first big gig is in that town and you're getting ready for it. But then you start to have like little epiphanies every so often They're like, man, this isn't really who you are. You know, you, you're just doing this because it's what you think you're supposed to do. And after a while, I'm not going to spoil how it happens because it is honestly really moving in a sense, the way that he comes into a discovery of that he doesn't have to be what everybody wants him to be or what he thinks he should be because of his uncle. But the way that it's it's done is uh, really, really, I don't know. It's just, it, it, it it's like, yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm glad he's able to, to find this about himself. And it, the music is really, really good. Uh, you kind of play it yourself. There's a button that you hold and it's just like, it says press X to shred and you can just kill it for as long as you want while you walk around. Uh, the art style is phenomenal. A lot of the escapes that, um, a lot of the backgrounds and, and sets that you go to set pieces are really good. Uh, I would definitely, it's, it's on game pass. So it's a, it's a no brainer there. That would definitely be, um, my first go out and get it. And then finally, uh, the second one would be for uh, Sable, which is also another one that I've been waiting on. Gary, you know this one because you we saw it in the uh, in the uh, E3 Xbox presentation. Yes, um, it's yeah, that the one looked, looked pretty cool. Yeah, it's the one where you're part of a nomad tribe and you get your first basically what is like a the best way to equate it would be a sand speeder, and you're able to go out on your own pilgrimage and explore the lands and, and solve mysteries and go on adventures. It's gorgeous. It's one of the best looking games that have come out this year. I'm not going to fight anybody on that. You can argue with, with a lamppost. I don't care. It is <laughs> incredible looking. The writing is excellent in it. The music is really good. And so far I'm having a blast with it. So that would definitely be another one of my pickups. And then finally, uh, I'm going to go back a little ways because I don't think I've ever talked about it. If I have, it deserves to be talked about again. It started out with a few bumps in the road, but if I feel like they've smoothed over and it's worth the play. Uh, it's a game called No Straight Roads. And you play as basically two characters who are starting a band together and you are trying to bring back the spirit of rock to combat the EDM empire that has taken over your city. And you do that by going to all the different acts and all the different districts in the city and challenging them to battles. And when you win, that sector turns into like, it's influenced by rock and roll instead of EDM. So you slowly get influenced. Dang. And you gain a fan base and things like that. And uh, the art style is really cool. And the soundtrack is phenomenal. It's it's on Spotify. And they've had a lot of... Like, that's the strongest part of the game is the music, for sure. The gameplay okay. is definitely 
uh, for their first outing. You can tell it's like their first game. It's it's a little rough around some edges, but it gets the job done. But the sets and the music is really where the strong suit is. So those are those are my recommendations for this week. Nice. A lot of music this week. So yeah, a lot of a lot of music ones. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Adrian, for that super indie boy segment. We appreciate it, and uh, I love. Love getting those recommendations and going and checking them out later. So good. And I did see Sable was on Game Pass, so I got to go play that. Yeah, I forgot um, Sable Game Pass, too. Game Pass. Um, all right. Now it is time for our Patreon ad. This is the part of the show where I tell all of you guys to go to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. If you love what we make, uh, even just a little bit, uh, please consider going over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys, supporting us over there. Just a buck a month, you get the episodes early and ad-free. So of our main show, you'll get it. Uh, heck, the tonight after I finish editing, it's going to be live. Uh, so within a couple hours, you'll be able to listen to it. Uh, book club episodes, you'll get the back catalog, you know, the Zetch Days season one, uh, as well as the up-to-date episodes the day they air. So the first Friday of every month. Um, otherwise, if you listen to the free feed, uh, so if you search on your podcast services for Super Gamer Book Club, you're going to get the one from two months ago. So this Friday, actually, you'll be getting um, the Narita, Narita Boy with uh, Eddie. But if you're a Patreon supporter, you will be getting the Little Nightmares episode with Ray the Rat. So consider supporting us over there. Five bucks a month, you know, you get show notes. Ten bucks a month, you're a sponsor. You get shout outs on the show. Uh, Patreon producer, you can become a Patreon. Pitch us segments for the show. Be our boss. Tell us what to do. Um, just like uh, Toby does. And uh, who knows? Maybe there's another one out there. Just waiting. It could be you. Just like Adrian did. He came in and took the show over afterwards. So that could be you. Yeah. Pretty soon Garrett's got to go. We've already proven, Adrian, that he doesn't really need to be here. Just saying. He's right there, JJ. I thought thought the microphone was. No. Still can hear you. Um, also, consider supporting us over here on Twitch. Uh, we're trying to do the streaming thing more and more often, and you know as much as we can. And uh, um, I've been streaming through the Metal Gear Solid series, which, by the way, that's starting back up again this week, this Thursday. I'm going to be. I'm, I'm going to finish Metal Gear Solid One this Thursday uh, because the reason it's taken a couple week hiatus is because uh, my disc two was scratched to heck, wouldn't load. So we're back. I got a new disc after two or three tries on eBay. I finally got one that worked and uh, we're back in business. Thursday, we'll see ya. And you never know, JJ might uh, stream another horror game again if he can figure out his dang microphone. But uh, <laughs> you can support <laughs> yeah. us over here. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, there's nothing. Yeah, just take it. Just take it. Um, <laughs> you can support us for free if you have Amazon Prime. That means you have Twitch Gaming or Twitch Prime. Uh, so go ahead, throw that out. It doesn't cost you anything. We get the money from that. It's fantastic. And remember, it's September right now. So if you do want to pay for a subscription, it's 20% off. So it's only like three bucks, something like that, two, three bucks. And, uh, you know, Twitch takes a little less cut. We still get the full amount we get, and it helps our bar fill up. If you see in the bottom corner that uh, we're trying to go for that September goal, get 50 uh, new subscriptions this month. We're up to like 11 or 12, so we got a ways to go. But hey, 
we're streaming tonight and we're gonna be streaming Thursday before the end of the month. So get in there, throw us some subs. We'd really appreciate it. Twitch.tv slash twitch.tv slash the super gamer boys. And now let's get back to the show. All right. Adrian, what you been yes. playing? I have been playing. I've been getting, uh, it's basically been a little bit of a refresher week. Um, I've been catching up, running through Little Nightmares 1 and 2, getting ready for the book club. And I've been playing the Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Um, so if you don't know, uh, let's see. I believe it was maybe uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, the video game. Uh, video games colon a comedy show fellas uh had me on their zelda book club to talk about the first ds game uh that has come out was was the phantom hourglass and now they are asking me to come back on to close out the duology and do spirit tracks so it's kind of been me going back and forth between little nightmares and that one to to get myself kind of reacquainted with everything and uh boy Little nightmares, man. What a what a what a little series, huh? Those games are wild. I beat the second one like a week or so ago. I played through the first one at the beginning of the month, and dude, crazy, man. crazy. And they're, not they're what not I expected cool. at all. Not what I expected at all. No, so if absolutely. you want to hear more about it, support us on Patreon and get that sooner than later. Because I was blank, blown dude, away. Three and a half, four hours, you're out of there. Blown. Yeah, I love. You, you know me <laughs> I don't have a lot of time for gaming and I was like able to blow through those and whew, good stuff I, I picture you running around with your hands in the air like I beat a game, I beat a game. Look, babe, look I finished a game That's what I'm born. yes yeah, right? yes yes <laughs> that's, that's oh, just what yeah. I picture <laughs> so yeah that's what I've been playing cool uh, JJ all right, so I've actually been playing some games too, seeing as how I'm an unemployed jobless loser right now. So I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2 this week and getting further into the story. And I'll tell you what, I I know that Garrett and I talked about it the last time that I went through this game a couple of years ago. I was the worst of the worst. I got the worst ending possible. It was horrible because I was killing everybody like crazy. So I told myself this time around, that I was going to try to be the ultimate good guy. <laughs> it's Man. not working out so much. <laughs> like, Are you like, kidding? So, Are you kidding me? No, 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 no. So, so, so I am actually playing super good, and I'm like, you know, getting a lot of honor and being nice to people. Uh, and I did run super fast to pay off a bounty the other day when I accidentally. Okay, so the homeless vet in in the game. There's this homeless vet shows up a few times. He's got one arm, and he's like, "Hey, Mister," and he's like, "Can I have a hug?" And I'm like. Ah, I'm going to give the guy a hug. And then like, I'm like, Oh, I gave him a hug and it was like awkward and weird. And then I'm like, wait, I think he like mugs you if you give him the hug. And then I'm like, I think this guy mugged me. Yeah. So he pickpockets you. So then I'm like, he goes into a bar immediately afterwards. And I'm like, where'd he get the money to go to the bar? So then I go in, follow him. I like walk. And then he goes, Hey, watch out, man. Like, like he acts like you don't know me. And I'm like, man, I just hugged you outside, dude. So, uh, we got in a little bit of a shoving match and then, uh, he finally left, and then I chased after him, and then tackled him, beat the crap out of him, and then he apparently died. And then some people were watching, and then I was being investigated for murder. And of course, I looted him while I was there. 
all I got was some stupid gin. Well, because I'm there already, and he's already laying there. And then so I had to jump for money because all you found was gin. Right. So whatever so he robbed you for, it was for nothing. Right. So I jumped on the on the horse, took off out of town, and then had to go pay that bounty. And then, of course, when I did that was right when my son walked in and saw me do it. And then I, I'm not even joking, <laughs> not trying to be funny. Like I it was like a movie moment where I like killed him and I'm like running away and I'm like, you know, just getting it on the horse. Right. And then like he walks in and I look over and he's just looking at me and he's like, <laughs> not a word. He just, he's just not a word. And I'm like, I, I swear game. the pride that welled up in me because of how he performed that little stupid move was like, I was like, he's mine. He's totally mine. I'm so proud of him because he totally did. He did the guilt thing where he's like, I thought you were better than this. (laughs) Oh, he knows I'm not. (laughs) I was hoping you're better than this. I was hoping you're better than this. Right. Oh no. That's awesome. Dude. I want to, that's all I played this week, but I played, I played a good amount. I, my buddy Derek's been talking to me about red dead. He's like, dude, you gotta give it another try. You gotta try. You gotta go for it. I'm like, as much as I love the man, I don't know why two seems so daunting to me. I guess it's just because it's so much bigger. I don't know. Same. I'm, I mean, that's how, that's how I feel. I'm right there with you. Yeah. I just, it's, it's the thing is, scary. it's so immersive. It's so, it's so immersive. And there is right. so I'm much to it. That. It's just, it's when I hear people talking about, yeah, uh, I, I played this game a hundred hours and I'm still, you know, only three quarters three. of the way through the, yeah, it's like, Oh God. <laughs> and it's like, I guess you get stuff, which it's weird coming from me. Cause I'm, I'm RPG guy, but, I don't know. Just 30, 100 hours in an open world game, it just feels like a lot. Scary. Scary. Commitment's scary. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so we're playing, playing a lot of Red Dead. Uh, nice. I played some Halo Infinite with Adrian, and it was a lot of fun. And Kajoma. Kajoma was there too, I guess. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Multiplayer is feeling so good. I'm really excited for uh, for just like the big final product to come out. Like I wish they would just like release multiplayer now. It feels good. It, they've got it buttoned up. Like just just put it out, please. It's fantastic. Um, I started up Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Hmm. Because that was a game that I kind of rage quit because when I would die, it would take two and a half minutes to load back in every time. And I died a lot in that game because it's hard. Um, So I got it on Game Pass on PC, download Mm -hmm. that sucker. I put it on the easy setting this time because I was playing on normal before. And this time I'm like, I'm not going to take any chances. I have an SSD, so it it loads quicker. Like I'm in the game in like seconds and I put it on easy. So if I just die less and let me tell you, I think I just got to Kashyyyk mm-hmm. and I am loving it so much, which is this is I, I'm getting almost to the point where JJ had to hang it up because yeah. the game glitched out. There was a bug in it where he couldn't get to the like a final boss or something. <coughs> like that. So I think I think he was at the he was, he, he was at the, like the tail end of Kashyyyk and had to like delete his whole yeah. save and start over. And yeah. he's like, screw it. But and I didn't so want to go back. <laughs> yeah. But dude, that game, I was like. I, I knew it was good because I played a little bit of it and I, I love the, the gameplay, but I just didn't get any story because I didn't get far. And mm-hmm. now that I'm playing it and it's just like so smooth and quick and oh, it looks gorgeous in 
So on PC, I'm playing on my 1440p monitor. So it's not, so it's better than 1080, not quite 4K, but it just looks gorgeous. 60 frames per second, quick loading times. Oh man, I, I have HDR on because I have an HDR monitor too. It's honestly one of the most gorgeous games, like the rain effects. The beginning of that game, the water dripping down the stormtrooper helmets and stuff like that. Oh my gosh. It's a beautiful game. It, the story is amazing. The gameplay. So I just wanted to like gush about this three-year-old game because it is so good. <laughs> I wish I, I, I wish I could have played it sooner, but I just, the, the hardware I had wasn't capable of doing it. Like it could not, yeah, unless I just, I was right there with you. it was horrible. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to finally be back in that one and really enjoying it. And then this last game I want to talk about real quick that I played, I think Adrian, I don't know if you've heard of this one. I played this one. It's a very small indie developer. I actually, let me look up who it's made by, uh, 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 shoot. I should have. So the name of the game is Jenny LeClue detective. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? You're playing Jenny LeClue? I'm playing Jenny LeClue. Tell me all about it, bucko. I oh can't believe you. I did. I was okay. not expecting you to say Jenny LeClue. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I I picked up Jenny LeClue because so one of the other shows in our network, the Super Best Friend Video Game Sleepover podcast, I think one of them is friends with the developer. So like they I've talk about yeah so they talk about it all the time on their show and like how great it is and anyways it was on sale for like four or five bucks this last week i think it might even still be on sale and i was like okay i i got it like they're always tweeting about it they're always talking about it on their show i'm like i'm gonna go for it oh it's on apple arcade too oh okay i didn't realize that but mm-hmm. let me tell you it, it feels so good i got it for like five bucks on switch that game is so much fun i'm loving yes. it so much it's so the premise is, I mean, I'll butcher it. So let me just like read what this says here. Jenny clues, a thrilling story, a mystery adventure growing up set in a sleepy town of Arthurton. The game is filled with memorable, complex characters and rendered in a unique aesthetic. Embrace the choosiness and shape the meta narrative. You're not the only guiding hand shaping Jenny's destiny, but your choices will help her unravel the tangled mystery and become the detective she was born to be. So the idea is like you're it's the whole the story is actually about an author writing a young adult book, but you are playing out the story that he's writing. Jenny mm-hmm. LeClue, his young adult, like the character in his young adult, like mystery book. And oh. so he's kind of, he's he, the author is writing the book and making decisions, but then there's different instances where you as the player controlling the character gets to make some decisions and, and change the outcome of things. And the mechanic of like the finding the clues and putting together like the different mysteries is so fun. Like it's, it's very simple, but it's so satisfying to like find the clues mm-hmm. around like the different areas. And then it's like, okay, now pick the three clues and, and try to piece this together. Like why is, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't want to like ex- spoil a story. Cause even in this about the game, it kind of spoils like what the story's about. I'm like, no, I, I don't even want to talk about that, but it's really good about Jenny LeClue solving mystery. I will say it's solving a murder and it's just so neat. I don't know. I, I didn't think I would like it and I didn't think it'd be anything I'd ever touch or play. And then finally I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to support my, you know, friend here and, uh, bought it for five bucks and I highly recommend it. It's so good. That for, makes and, me and so happy the, to the hear art, man. The art style, it's all hand drawn. Uh, and it looks like, uh, Almost like a paper, uh, that's what it reminds me, almost not like a paper Mario, but I don't know, does that make sense? Am, am I making, it looks, yeah, it kind of, 
one dimensional like, night, night in the woods looks like that too yes yeah like a night in the woods something like that mm-hmm. so um uh so yeah that's that's what i've been playing jenny leclue detective Vu. it's I, on apple arcade I was, and I was, that was on left Switch. field man i was not expecting you to say that it's wow it's very good very good so go check it out um uh oh jack goff thank you so much for the follow we're at the tail end of our show right now so sorry about that um what is your top three favorite games of all time you know what i'll i'll add that to our i'll I'll add that to our show notes for next show because we're recording our podcast right now and maybe we'll answer it next week Uh, you just gave uh, the answer uh, he just gave the answer what you're okay okay metal gear one two no that's that's, uh, okay 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 calm down everyone calm down um all right where was i in the show notes here oh yeah thank you guys all so much for watching and listening uh we appreciate everything you do remember you can find us during the week at supergamerboys.com uh find us on all the podcast feeds um uh audio remember super gamer boys and super gamer book club available on podcast feed now uh, patreon.com slash supergamerboys you can support us over there it's just a buck a month and you get episodes early and ad free as well as uh, book club early and hopefully if we hit that $100 level we'll have another show coming out a third show for you all to listen to we're almost there we're almost at that level uh, sgbstore.com where you can buy some of our merch get t-shirts get stickers get mugs uh, I got some fun stuff there and uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram at SuperGamerBoys, Facebook.com slash SuperGamerBoys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at G Morlang. Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. Awesome. And JJ, where do they find you at? And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at JJ Purdom, P-U-R-D-O-M. Please send me those DMs. You know, make me feel good dms huh okay um well that's all i got jj all right so just a little word to the wise a little bit of advice folks just uh this is life lesson stuff you don't tug on superman's cape you don't spin the wind and if you hurt your uh your right hand it's extremely hard to wipe your ass with your left folks for garrett morlang adrian homeboy Holmes, and for myself jj purdom we are the super gamer boys and we will catch you on the flower. I got him again, JJ. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe you. You guys are the worst. Yes. You guys are the freaking worst. Yes. Hey, but on, a, yes. on, on a serious note, it really is hard to wipe your butt with your left hand. Okay. Bye, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. Then.
Are you a hunter or an outdoor enthusiast? Take your love for firearms to the next level with Goat Guns. Our miniatures are an ideal addition to your hunting gear or cabin decor. Each model is meticulously crafted, capturing the essence of legendary firearms. Celebrate your passion for the outdoors by displaying these stunning pieces. With Goat Guns, you can showcase your love for hunting and firearms in a unique and artistic way. Explore our collection now and embrace your outdoor spirit at GoatGuns.com.